Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out on the street via social media, rate and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by the band Van Halen from a song lyric in 1986. Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, Episode 4. Got a great show for you this week. And also a big hello and welcome to all the new listeners. Last week's Dustin Egolier Podcast got some great feedback. I appreciate everyone tuning in. We'll have him on again sometime for sure. Uh, last week's gigs wrap-up. On Wednesday, I played at Pub 42 in New Hope. Uh, there's lots of old friends showed up. Oz, Clyde and Tammy on their way to Key West. Uh, Scott and Nana from the old Chicago live music era, etc. It was a blast. Uh, Thursday, the Mark Sterry Blues Band played at Nezzy's in Cumberland, Wisconsin, and there was another round of old friends I haven't seen in a while, uh, such as BJ, Alyssa, Stevis, That's My Namus. was also a, a super fun jam. Uh, Friday, I played at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, and I want to give a shout-out to a couple of our longest-running fans, uh, Scott and Maureen, and their German exchange student max and for those wondering i did ask if this stereotype was true and i came to find out it's a bold-faced lie all germans do not love david hasselhoff they like dirk Nowitzki and rammstein so there you go uh saturday mr brian k johnson and myself played at jj's pub in the beautiful breezy point minnesota there was a huge bingo crowd there was lots of hunter widows there, so it was kind of wild and fun, but always a great time jamming and hanging out with our friends up there. Uh, upcoming shows, Wednesday, November 11th, 2015, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Friday, November 13th, 2015, I'll be playing the Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin, which is another longtime running gig for me uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, November 14th, 2015, I'll be playing the Trail Stop Tavern, formerly known as Saga, in Egan, Minnesota from 9 to 12 p.m. A guest this week, the Batman and Robin of the northern Minnesota music scene, Neil Narvison and Paul Gable of Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Enjoy the conversation! Right. Hello, boys. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. We have the owners, operators of Commander in Breezy Point. We have Mr. Neil Narvison with us here today and Mr. Paul Gable. Um, how's it going today, guys? 
Awesome, Mark Sterry. We're having a great day. <laughs> Not too bad, man. We're hanging out here in the office here at uh, Gableville here, and he's got all kinds of stuff. He's got this uh, painting of uh, Billy Nimitz on the wall. That's that's a pretty good picture there, Paul. Where'd you get that, bud? From Billy himself, of course. <laughs> we can hear that downstairs are having a big uh, bingo day down there. Uh, what's the uh, prizes at today? I think we're at about $1,950. It's our largest bingo pot in the history of our bingo operations, so it's a big day at Commander today. Yeah, nice. Um, while we're doing this, hopefully Johnson's uh, setting up the gear down there while we're kind of BSing up here. As you know, he always sets up and tears down all your gigs. <laughs> he does do that. Um, when do you think uh, Jaker, as a bingo caller, is going to finally live up to his papa, Scotty? When do you think he's going to get that kind of A-game? Like, Scotty was kind of the Michael Jordan of bingo calling, if you ask me. I don't think I'm the only one to say that either. Right, Neil? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, and Scotty, you know, Scotty's kind of the Columbus. He came over on, came over first, brought us the bingo, and so Jake's taken on a, on the process after that. But Yeah. It'll take a little while. He's got a few more miles behind that microphone, but I think he'll get it. You got it. You know, Paul did such a good job when Jake took over, setting him up with that CV out of somebody's <laughs> car, running through the... Running through the <laughs> Nothing like a jukebox CB setup to broadcast. So, Paul, you did a good job setting him up, didn't you? Um, so what is the, the Bingo Profits for? It's, it's some kind of benefit for something, right? Or Absolutely. Uh, the, the gambling profits out of all of the commander operations, the pull tabs, the bingo, all of that go to the Pelican Lake Conservation Club. So it's for the, for the conservation of Pelican Lake, all the things that they do, including some scholarships in that field and, and all kinds of good stuff. Okay, but this week's a little different, though, right? This week yes. is? Um, I got an a email from Pat and Jackie over from Breezy, and they said that the funds are no longer going to that. They're actually going to fund a bronze statue <laughs> of Billy Nimitz out in front of the vortex here in, in the style of Michelangelo's David. Is that true, Neil? It's probably true. I mean, Billy Nimitz feels that he is the, the namer of the vortex, the father of the vortex, the, uh, the absolute child of the vortex. Yeah, and that's, I think it's going to be good for everybody, right? Yeah, good for absolutely. tourism, good for, the, good for the city. Absolutely. Um, that's, I think. So, um, so what's the story of Commander? So when did the, how old is this building? Well, we think this building was built in 1969, somewhere around 1969. Hence the 69s on all of our T-shirts, sweatshirts. Nice. Uh, it's, it's progressed along the years. It used to be a shopping center. It used to be a flat-roofed flat, flat little building, and uh, we've added on to it and... Added upstairs, downstairs, modified TVs, this, that, done everything we could to try and turn it into what it is today. Nice. Uh, who named it Commander? You, Paul? I don't think so. <laughs> Although Paul seems like the Commander. He's, he, he is the Commander. He's, he's steered the ship along the, the way. Daddy. Into, into numerous collision course, icebergs, all kinds of things. Along okay, the way. Um, so you guys, you had no idea who named it or anything like that? I really don't. I don't know exactly who. So who is who's JJ of JJ's Pub downstairs? What's that stand for, at least? Well, that was the Finley family when they owned it, and uh, it depends upon who you talk to in the family. It's either John and his wife Jackie, J and J that way, or it's John Jr. if you talk to their son, and, of course, he's the one who feels that that's who it's named after. And okay. so he stops in regularly and tells us, don't ever rename it. Okay. Sounds good, man. Have you guys seen a bump in business here since the uh, the remodel upstairs? Absolutely. With Scotty and Paul and all those guys working on that? Absolutely. 
food business has been great. Of course, we expanded our operation to 6.30 a.m. every morning in the breakfast business, and so all kinds of good things have happened. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys are known as, like, the main live music venue up here. Um, Paul, you've booked a million bands up here for years. Like, Paul does most of the band booking, right there, Neil? You got it. Um, so, Paul, when you're booking a band up here, uh, what do you look? What kind of bands are you looking for, and uh, what style of bands are going over well nowadays? Well, the key to any band that I'm concerned is if the people aren't dancing, they're not for me. Absolutely. Uh, people are not in here. If they're in here just sitting and watching, they're unfortunately we're in the liquor business. So if they're not if they're not dancing, they're not drinking, not doing anything for us. We're not into them coming in here just sitting down and watching a band. I mean, there's, I went through a lot of blues bands. I love blues bands, but people love to watch them, but they're not big drinkers. My key is people dancing. Bands keeps them on the dance floor. They're drinking. They're having a good time, and they're going to hang out. Okay. Um, so the, what, what, what's the popular style, you think, nowadays in, in live music? Like, what kind of style of bands? You going for, like, 80s well, was, rock bands, or is, is it kind of a country thing no, nowadays? I'm saying classic to current, and country is becoming more popular all the time. And I'm starting to trying to work them in. You know, uh, uh, I've always done country and rock and had a good mix in there, and then they've had their ups and downs. But yeah. country rock is hot right now, and, and as long as the people are dancing, that's what I want. Um, as you that, know, Mark, I mean, we only book bands that are part of the Paul Gable Motorcycle Club, yes, as, as I see you sporting that shirt on today. I'm wearing my Paul Gable motor sub, motor, Motorcycle Club t-shirt. Yep. If you're I, not a member... It's lasted we, quite a few years. It, it, We're just throwing it together. It really has. You've done a good job with um, that. Paul, is there ever any friction between you and Neil? Because let's say you want to book a band that gets people dancing and things, plays current stuff, plays country stuff, where Neil's more interested in kind of more that Cajun polka hip-hop black metal stuff <laughs> exactly <laughs> well well what i like mark you know is anything that we hear over at the nursing home when we get our break over at the nursing home i like any of those types of bands and of course paul doesn't like any of that stuff okay uh here's a good question um for paul and neil um what do you guys think of the state of live music right now is it like what do you how do you think it's going well, I think, I think it's pretty clear uh, going to the cities, coming up here, and of course you know there aren't many places doing live bands up here anymore, but I think, think live music's a little bit in trouble. I mean, I, I think in Minnesota we've done a good job keeping live music going, but uh, there used to be a number of places here locally that did live music, and it's kind of all faded away. There's a DJ on just about every corner, there's a karaoke set up on every corner, and uh, you can just about ask anybody in the area. I mean, we're we're well known for our live music, but mainly because we're one of the last ones doing it. So, yeah, that's tough. Um, what years do you think? Because the Twin Cities is uh, like they're the Twin Cities suburbs up here, or whatever. Um, it's a well-known music scene. What years do you think were the heydays, like for the Commander live music scene? Well, we started in in uh, 1998 or 1999, right in that range, and. And some of those first years were sort of our heyday. I mean, we were we were booking all kinds of stuff. We were getting some of the bigger name acts from the Twin Cities, and uh, it seemed crazy everywhere. All the clubs in the area had them, and so for me, uh, from my opinion, I mean, I think that was you know late '90s into the early 2000s, and then things uh, things probably changed a little bit. I mean, maybe the economy changed a little bit after after September 11th and 2001. 
Um, I don't, I don't really know, but uh, it definitely had its heyday for us in that period of time, late '90s, early yeah. 2000s. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, do you see it changing anytime soon? Coming back around, or who knows? Well, I mean, it's it's the bar and bar and liquor business is tough. I mean, we're facing all kinds of challenges. You know, we got uh, we got minimum wage hikes being pushed on us without tip credits. We got other things going on, and and so there's a lot of pressure on bars and restaurants all over Minnesota. And you you got pressure there that wasn't there before. And of course, that takes out that uh, sucks up some of the margin that's there for paying entertainment and. It's just going to be a matter of if, if it can work for everybody. You know, nobody wants to pay a cover charge if they don't have to. Everybody sort of wants it built into the price if they can. Uh, up here without a big population, we're kind of almost forced to build it into the price of, of just being here. And so I don't see a lot changing right now. I think it's going to be continue to be difficult. Yeah, okay. Um, how about over the years? Who's some of the fi- your favorite bands over the years that have played here? Paul, who's some of your favorite guys that have played here? I've had so many of them. It comes back to our reliable bands that have always done real well for us, like Vintage Rags, uh, Lamont Cranston. You know, these yuppie bands, the Killer Hayseeds, which was one of my big country bands back in the day. High Noon. There's been so many High Noon. We've got bands that don't come up here anymore, but High Noons, which we personally had relationship with, were their fiddle player, who was uh, Nick Hoffman, who ended up being... Kenny Chesney's fiddle player for many years. Uh, their other fiddle player that played here ended up with Lone Star. Had G.B. Layton here a few G.B. times. G.B. Layton for many yeah. years. Uh, Martin, Martin Zeller. Yep, you know, nice. All, yep. all the fun bands. You know, The problem is a lot of people don't know who those bands are anymore. I mean, we're into the new generation now. We're in, you know, 80s is 30 years old already now. So yeah. we're in a new generation. Okay, um, well, I looked down at my phone here, and, and uh, I got an email question here from Mr. Brian Johnson for you, Paul Gable, and for you, Neil, I guess. Um, Johnson wants to know, let's say we're back in the old AWA Vern Gagne wrestling territory days, and if we were to book a match between Vintage Rags, featuring Jody, Burkhart, and Billy, versus the Soup Bones, Super J, Chris, and Aaron, who do you guys think would win? And why? <laughs> oh no, I love that one. Well, of course we got to we got to we got to see our friends Vintage Rags, but you you got to you got to wonder with guys like Super J. I mean, Johnny'd probably pull out a switchblade and kill somebody. So uh, so it's hard to say, but I would have to say our friends Vintage Rags in the band category. Those guys are awesome. Paul, what's your vote there, bud? I, I go with Vintage Rags. You know, they've been here for us for many years. You can't discount those guys. Aren't soup bones are awesome. Yeah. Well, this question, this is just to Paul, but because since this is supposed to be for originally for Paul, and Johnson and I had to put on our detective hats, our little gumshoe sleuth, and ask the staff here where they thought Paul would be. And here, Paul had taken off with Butchie Butch and Al over to the VFW and Jenkins. You all bought a five-gallon bucket of Miller Lite in front of him. <laughs> anyway, um... So Johnson's other question is that, uh, Neil, would you ever consider putting this match on at the 7 8 Jam this next year? Well, I think so. Instead but, of have, putting up a ring, you know? But only, I'm thinking probably not a ring. I'm thinking we dig into the ground about four feet, fill that thing with mud, probably uh, probably some kind of mud wrestling match like would be more appropriate with yeah, those two bands. So. That would that would be good. I think that'd be good. Um, 
I guess one more thing is that do you guys have let's say someone's thinking about opening up a like really has a passion for live music and wants to open a live music venue, do you guys any have any suggestions for them? Besides, don't do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I can tell them right now what it's going to take. I used to tell people you should have a good day job uh, if you want to do this and if you want to own a bar and if you want to be involved in this business. Now I'd tell them you should have two or three good day jobs if you want to do this. So that, that'd be my main advice. You better be doing something else to make some money or bring some money to the table to get it going because it takes a little time. Yeah, well, we definitely like uh, speaking for Johnson. We definitely thank you guys for for having us play here. So, how many years have we been hanging out here, playing here? Five I, years, I, at least that many. I'm thinking. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how long it's been, but yeah. Yeah. What's that, Paul? <laughs> First two years, I didn't like you. So, yeah. But the last five have been pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I think the first time we were supposed to play here, how that we I don't know. We didn't show up, did we, Paul? No. In fact, I can't believe that you were willing to take Green Bay tickets, Super Bowl tickets, over coming playing here. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Hard to believe. Paul probably didn't know you were here the first time you were here too, a couple times, too, because of the drinking. So yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to tell. I remember our first time we played here, we played a couple songs while Bingo was still going on downstairs. And, and then after he's played a couple songs, and Nimitz walks over to me, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, I don't think Paul likes you guys very much. <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably true. But, yeah. But um, one of our favorites, we just sampled some, uh, what's that stuff that Richie used to bring over here? That Frozen Polish blackberry. God, that was good. And and little potent, right, Neil? Absolutely. We I finally had to quit drinking that stuff when I... <laughs> I tried to throw a beer bottle right through the flat screen TV during one Vikings Sunday. We used to call that Vikings blood, but uh, oh my God. I decided we needed to change that to the cherry bomb after that because yeah. that stuff was a little too potent and a little too crazy for us. So, so for cherry bomb, yeah. Uh, so now you don't sleep for two days. Exactly. Have those. exactly. And it's true, you guys had those on tap at 7 Eights Jam this last well, year. Well, we did. We did. We found a way to put those on tap, help everybody out. Of course, we were in the middle of a huge storm that day and uh, all kinds of other things going on. Of course, but, that's uh, another big and upcoming. I mean, event. Seven Ace Jam. Jam. It's getting big. Yes, it is. Um, Neil, do you think that uh, Paul's talents as a fire, like a guy that shoots off fireworks, you know, whatever that would be, are they improving over the years or are they actually getting worse? That pyrotechnician <laughs> skill that you're talking about. Paul and Billy Nimitz, uh, drunk, crawling around on the ground in my field and uh, with, with fire and flame and lighting off fireworks and shooting them in all directions. It. It, it, it's getting better for sure because it was the worst I'd ever seen this past year. So, yeah, their, their skills are improving every year. Uh, Neil, you're always, uh, you're always good at the turn of a phrase. And I'll, never, I'll never forget this last year. I was sitting next to you and checking my, my little phone here, and there was a, literally a tornado going right through Brainerd and right through you know, Breezy Point, Jenkins, whatever. And I said, Neil, you worried about this weather? And, Neil, you look at me, and you're like, well, if anything, if it takes the house, I hope it takes the house so I can see the fireworks better. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you know from where we set that up, that house is in the way anyway. So, uh, so yeah, it's all about the party on that weekend. All right. Well, um, I think they're still on the last game downstairs. You guys got a heck of a heck of a night down there. I hope tonight's show goes good, and uh, we always have a fun time playing here. Do you guys uh, uh, anything you'd like to say like, like a, for a promo? Why should people come here and listen to live music? Like what? Should they make the trip up here from the cities or from wherever? Well, our number one reason would have to be Mark Sterry. I mean, that's our number one reason on a weekend like this. Mark Sterry, for sure. And then, of course, number two, someplace tied is probably Paul Gable and Billy Nimitz. So uh, so you should get here for that, if no other reason at all. So Nice. All right. What's your guys' website and stuff? 
commanderbar.com. You can find us at commanderbar.com. And so uh, so we're there. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're kind of all over the place. And uh, if you want to book rooms, we can do that too. All that information's out there. So lots of, lots of different ways to figure out how to be here and be safe and have a good time. All right. Mr. Neil Narvison, owner of Commander here in Breezy Point. Mr. Paul Gable, general manager, booker, etc. Legend. Notorious, in mythical Paul Gale. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Let's go rock out downstairs. Sounds good, Mark. Yeah. That was Neil Narvison and Paul Gable, the Lone Ranger and Tonto of the northern Minnesota music scene from Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Story behind the song segment for the week, Tut Tequila. Off the Mark Sterry and the Whiskey Roses album, Bum Dingo. A big thanks to all those who made suggestions on Facebook. I'll get to most of those songs in this podcast sometime for sure. I remember writing that song in the middle of winter. I'd stumble across this beach song kind of chord progression and wasn't sure what to do with it. Um, I headed to the gas station to pick up a snack or a pop or something, and I saw someone wearing one of those WWJD wristbands, which were big at the time. And I was thinking, uh, not sure what would Jesus do about this song, but uh, how about what would Jambo do? And Jambo is a fellow area musician who happens to specialize in Jimmy Buffett and trap rock music. Uh, so in my head, I created a fictional Jambo character traveling to Key West, and that, that's how I got through it. We recorded that song mostly live at Manor Lane Studios in Hastings, Minnesota, with Dan Neal on guitar, Ben Kaplan on drums, Ryan Erickson on bass, Steve Wold on mandolin, Damon Holter on harmonica, and myself on vocals and acoustic guitar. The song charted on Beachfront Radio, which was awesome. And it was a big thanks to DJ Jeff. And we sure do miss you, my friend. Also to Marnie and many of our other Parrot Head friends. The song is available on iTunes or the album Bum Dingo. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. This day finally came Now get me off of this goddamn plane Cause I spent all winter flush with the fever For some salt water fishing and some damn good reaper In the cab outside the airport I changed it to my sandals and Bermuda shorts This Wisconsin man is just gonna roast he thought that he was picking up a ghost Tut tequila Oh, how I need you to drive all my troubles away Yeah, fly the impaler Drunk as a sailor tonight Ooh, hey. Loaded with the pox 
pocket of American cash Checked into a hotel where I didn't plan to crash I took a stroll down to that turquoise water I think I'll rent a boat or a blonde street walker On my first day of Caribbean adventure I stepped into a bar looking for a thirst quencher Whatever they were serving I went and bought her Cause those waitresses were making my mouth The water's a tart of tequila Oh, how I need you to dry all my troubles away Flying the impaler Drunk as a sailor tonight Swaying with the booze and the Hawaiian guitars When you get shipwrecked on something nice cold The damn Jimmy Buffett never ever gets sold So tuck, tequila Oh, how I need you to drive all my troubles away Blind the impaler I'm drunk as a sailor tonight Who ate da 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 